Logan and Rebel use an embarrassing amount of F-bombs. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, The Accidental Cult that Rebel Heron and I started. I'm your host, Logan Pyatt. I'm Rebel. Uh, so just me and Reb down here in the Cheek Peter studio today. We're just going to uh, have a few drinks. We're going to kind of just talk about world news mostly, what's going on, fill in with a few of our our stories, what's happened here to us in the last week. Shoot the breeze a bit, if I'm you gonna will. going to shoot it, aren't you? We're going to shoot it. I'm going to shoot. I'm gonna shoot. <laughs> you did not have to look at me dead in the eye whenever you did that. I love MacGruber. You love quoting that part and apparently looking me dead in the eye. I just love MacGruber. You do. You've seen it, haven't you? Of course. What do you think of it? I love it. Do you love it as much as I love it? No. How much do you love it? Uh, I'd say, I mean, it's not one of my all-time favorite movies, but it's what I would consider a cult classic. And its genre, is it one of your favorites? What's that, Ridiculous Comedies? Yes. No. Oh. Because as far as Ridiculous Comedies go, I mean, you got to go with classics like Blazing Saddles and Airplane and uh, Don't Forget It, The Naked Guns. Those, That's what I consider Ridiculous Comedies. Well, I like all those, obviously. Airplane is a treasure. It was on the other day. So is Blazing Saddles, but Blazing Saddles is just outwardly funny. Yes. Airplane is ridiculous. Airplane, I noticed, is one of those movies Dad was watching the other day, and you have to, because I watched it when I was a kid with him, and then now that I'm in my 30s and watched it again, it's even funnier, because I picked up on a lot of stuff. I didn't realize what they were talking about, but... Like, I picked the wrong day to give up amphetamine. <laughs> exactly, stuff like that. So, I mean, I thought it was hysterical. It's called classic. Wrong day to quit sniffing glue. Yep. Yeah, that pilot's a treasure. Billy, have you ever seen a grown man naked? I don't think you could make that movie today. <laughs> Uh, you couldn't make Blazing Saddles Day either. Well, no. If if you did, it would be half an hour shorter than it is now. Yeah. There were some profanities that not PC. No. No, that's for sure. I still think I like MacGruber better than Airplane, though. Really? It's too good. He puts a feather in his butt and walks around for a distraction. <laughs> and it worked pretty good. Of course it did. But I mean, I mean, you knew it was going to because that's the way they wrote it in there. But of I course. think it would work in real life. This is an opinion piece we're working on. So you are, I mean, totally within your means to say you like one movie better than the other. I just don't have to agree with you. That's true. But think if you and I were looking to, I don't know, get past the guards somehow. What guards? Metaphorically. The, the metaphorical guards. guards. That are keeping us from where we want to go to rescue whatever we're wanting to rescue. Isn't that just called life? Aren't we just constantly trying to get past the guards that we want to get past? Oh, man, that's deep. No, these are real guards with guns. Oh, okay. 
and we want to get past them, but they're blocking the entrance. So I have you put a feather in your butt. I knew I was going to be the feather guy. Of course you are. I'm going to have you put a feather in your butt and walk around naked out in front of them like you're a peacock. And they're going to look at you, right? And then I'm going to get past the guards and go party. Surely there's a Florida headline on that somewhere in there that this is happening in real life. It could have actually been based on actual events. Florida man sticks a feather in his butt to try to (laughs) distract guards so his buddy can go party. I'm going to go party. What was that noise? Is that your chair? Yeah, man. Your chairs are such... I don't even want to get started on them. Well, I don't know that you can... Everyone that comes down here, it's the first thing they say when they sit down. Yeah, I know. I don't know that you can use an adjective to describe my chairs without cussing, so maybe we ought to just wait until we get over there. They don't have any redeeming qualities, and we have two different kinds here. Mine's fine. I don't know how that's true. Look, I mean... I'm in a different style chair than you. I swivel. I'm nimble. Oh, I did make a noise there. Yeah, it cracked a little bit. That could have been my hips. Uh, I danced so much this weekend that I think my hips are going out. Yeah, you said you did a lot of whirling with girls. Twirling. Twirling with girls. Girl twirler. I was boogieing. I was woogieing. What was your favorite song to boogie to when you think back upon your twirling days? One, one that I remember the best from this weekend. The one that really you really looked, you stopped. Time stood still, and you're like, wow. You can really twirl these girls. Uh, I danced really hard to uh, to Cry Lonely by Ragweed. Mm. Like, I danced really hard to it. Like, almost too hard. Like, everyone left the dance floor, <laughs> and you're out there like some... <laughs> get the hell out of my way. Like some freak show on X. <laughs> you're just sweating with your light sticks. And they're like, oh, no, he's dancing too hard. I just love his song too much. I did, man. I danced hard. That was your hardest dancing song. Probably. Man, that doesn't even seem like a song you really dance to. Really? Oh, when you do that, I, yeah, I feel like dancing right now. Right? No. I saw you moving a little bit. Mm, you saw something move. Yes, I did. Mm. Bigger than I expected. Thank you. Of course, when you only wear mesh shorts, what do you expect? Yeah. Just outlines it. It's <laughs> just a constant silhouette of that thing. You bet. Uh, what else did you twirl to? Do you remember? Uh, no, not really. Things got big drunk. Were you the guy that just sweated through all his clothes and you just kept trying to pull other people onto the dance floor and they're like awkwardly saying no, no? Because we've all been to these weddings where this happens. Come on. Come on. Come on. And you're pulling on them. And they're physically like trying to. And stick to the floor like no and their husband's sitting there going she says she doesn't want to dance it's like i'm a twirler i must twirl do you I, hear it how about how about you then like, no i'm a guy but i don't care cry lonely's playing i gotta catch her i requested it oh so of course you dance the hardest to it well because at that time me and ro were both dancing ro was dancing with my wife and i was uh dancing with dude's wife <laughs> dance by yourself i was dancing by myself <laughs> flailing occasional clap <laughs> As Clapping on the one of the three. Yeah. It was fun. Sounds depressing. I'll tell you more stories about the wedding once we get in there. Yeah. But we got to get in there. Let's give these people some music. I'll, Speaking of twirling and a whirling and a clapping. I'll request a song to them. No, I want you to send them a request, bud. Okay. Uh, this week for my RDR. Thank you for that lovely tune. That funky music will drive us till the dawn. Let's go. Let's boogaloo till we puke. New guy. Up and comer. 
Okay. Maybe nobody's heard of him. I hadn't heard of him until until our boys uh, went up to the Red Shahan concert, and I guess this guy opened for him. All right. This guy's name, and I hope I'm pronouncing it right, but Marty, it's M-A-R, uppercase D-E. So it could be Marday. Marty. Marday. Marday Brooks. It's M-A-R, capital D. Mm-hmm. So probably Marty. Yeah, Marday. Probably. I mean, they're definitely emphasizing it. Right. So we'll just go with Marday Brooks. Memories. Well, you're going to. I sure am. I sent it to you. Oh, well, then maybe I did. I pulled a real dick move, and because, like I said, all all of our friends always send each other songs. So, like, hey, listen to this. I think you'll like it. So, Kurt sent me that one. Listened to it, loved it. Immediately started sending it out to people that I didn't think he'd probably send it to yet. So I could just kind of take it as my own. Like, oh, oh, you do that? I found this guy. That is so dick. It's very dick, huh? Did you beat him? Though, I mean, did you beat him? I don't know. I haven't got a whole lot of feedback. But nothing. Okay, so that's a huge dick move, and I know exactly what you're talking about, but nothing is quite as pathetic as when you get, if he beat you to it, and they know damn well you're trying to do what you're trying to do, but you didn't beat him to it. <laughs> like I get caught on it. And so immediately after his, and they look at it, yours comes through, and they look at it, and they're like, oh, oh. I, I would just be like, Kurt, what a dick. I just uh, sent him that song a little bit ago. showed him this gold. I hate when people do that. What a dick for sure. What a dick. Oh, so stupid. Actually, he's uh, one of the few people that we can talk about and be like, man, what a dick. Or you can say, man, what, what a, a dick. dick. <laughs> the Grandma Honda. <laughs> the Grandma Honda. <laughs> <laughs> the Grandma Honda's real, folks. <laughs> that had me crying yeah. whenever I saw the subtitles for it. Did I really look at him like I was in love with him? Yeah. I mean, as soon as I saw it, I screenshot and sent you a picture. Yeah, it looked like you were starting at the top and going to work your way down, bud. You were in love. This was also probably 1030 at night, and I'd been into him. So, Was Grandma Honda into him pretty good? Yeah. The, our whole crew was. Everybody was into him. I talked to him this morning at Casey. He said he had a pretty good time. Got pretty wild. You never really know with him, though, do you? No. I said, oh, you're so stupid. I mean, it was fine. I, I boogied. It was kind of ridiculous, though. It was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So you got a song for him? Yeah. This week on my Red Dirt recommendation, I'm going to go with Mitch King, Coming Back. Stepped on the same old train, going back and forth again to the place I started in. I have never heard that one. It's good. Sounded good. Oh, oh man. Did you hear that when he did that thing? Yeah, it was, the, ow. Zappers. Like, I didn't see that coming at all. Nobody did. And then he's like, I'm never coming back. Grandpa always said, always let him see you coming. That's what you told me. That's why you walk so slow everywhere. Yeah. He also said, there's only two reasons to fly. War and funerals. <laughs> he's a wise man. Explain the funeral part. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, if you got someone a long ways away that died and you have to go to the funeral. Okay. You can fly to it. I didn't know exactly what you meant there. Yeah. Did your grandpa actually say that? No. No, I did. You just made it up. Yeah. So. You can just say all the outlandish shit you want as long as you throw your grandpa on the end of it and people won't question it. Yep. Even though, you know, as soon as they turn around, they're like, man, that's dark. Yeah. Freaking dark. Whoops. Whoa. Cussing. Uh-oh. Look- you just made a Ray uh-oh. Yeah, I did. Sorry, Ray. That's that's my fault. I, sh- I need to be better with my potty mouth. I can send in a Patreon request, too. If you want to do another RER? Yeah, sure. It's fine with me. Uh, this week coming from Tom Moden. Oh. Yeah. Decoy guy. Yep. What a talent he is. He is. Shameless plug. He sent in one uh, to me. I don't remember when it was. A few weeks ago. Who knows? Uh, the Joe Stain Band. The Joe Stain Band. S-T-A-M-M. Frosty, Steve, and Cody. Just picking and strumming out there in North of Rockport. Pocket full of quarters. I've so that one's for you, Tom. That was your uh, your request. And you said it's the, what, the Joe Stain Band? Joe, and then Stain, or Stam, S-T-A-M-M, probably Stam. Band. Band. Pocket full of quarters. Okay, I'll have to remember that one. When I listened up. to it, it sounded exactly like Travis, it was like, they're heavily influenced by Travis Tritt's Where Corn Don't Grow. Hard times are real. Had that had that sound to it though. There's dusty fields. That's a good song. Yes, it is. Hits close to home when you live around here. Yeah. So is that pocket full of quarters when I listen to it. It is a good song. It's just about uh, always on the road, missing every. It's kind of like John Anderson's. Wish I could have been there. It's kind of like pocket full of quarters. Just him going up to parking meters and. Yep. Pay phones to call home to see what the kids have been up to and everybody and. Then on the road again. That gave me chills. There you go. Anyway. Thanks, was, Tom Moden. That was Tom's. Check it out if you want. And your awesome-ass decoys. Yeah, shameless plug. Once again. Can't say it enough. I got one sitting right back here. You see oh, it? I got one sitting right at home, although he's going to be super TO'd when he finds out. Yours is just sitting there, and it's not on a not on a rig somewhere getting ready to be plopped in the water. Oh, I'm definitely going to plop that thing. There's no doubt in my mind. I don't know him personally, but what I do know is he wants these things used. Little yeah. does he know that he puts out such a beautiful product. It's really hard to throw them some well, bitches in the muddy water. Not to mention the keel on it has our logo, and he works so hard, and I, yeah, I don't want to do that. I think he still wants them in the water. Of course, he's a craftsman, so of course you're going to want people to go use your... It's one of those tough shit type of deals. We're the consumer. We can do whatever we want with them, and my wife's calling me. And pause. Hit the, hit the button. Oh, Hi, honey. Hi. Hey. Heard you what got you? big wrecked. What? Heard you got big wrecked up Saturday. Oh, my God. Are you podcasting? Yeah. Yes. I'm not discussing this. You don't have to. What, what's up? We're on the free side right now, though. Uh, well, definitely not on the free side. I was an angel. Yes. Yes. Good job. To a point. 
right till um, about four o'clock p.m. Never mind. I was gonna see if you were at your office. I got you some Link Kitchen meals. Oh, gotcha. Why? Because you think he's fat. I didn't say that. Well, you said Lean Kitchen. I got you some Lean Kitchen meals. That's the name of the place, Lean Kitchen. I know. Shameless plug. <laughs> he, just, he just loves it. I do. I like them. They're good. They're okay. <laughs> They're fine. She They're makes fine. me eat them. <laughs> You guys want me to bring the fireball down when I get home? No. No, not really. But if you want to have a shot, are you ready for a drink? I'm always ready. Oh, shit. Gee, many always ready. What an animal. <laughs> All right. We'll see when you get here. Okay. All right. Love, love, you, bye. love you. Bye. That was the house. That was house. Big wrecked up Saturday night. Big drunk. There was a big crash. Yep. Maybe the drunkest I've ever seen her. And that's saying something. Yeah, it was, it was a top fiver for sure. Probably top three. That's real close top two. Never got upset or anything. She was just, woof. Ooh, big. <laughs> she did it big. It was another one of those instances where as drunk as I was, I could look at her and go, oh, no, she's really drunk. <laughs> I'm getting a buzz on. And I could tell you're wrecked, Daddy. <laughs> and that sun's still shining. We're in trouble. We haven't even had supper yet. Yeah. All right, bud. Let's roll into the Evan Bartles two at a time bourbon review and roll music. And I take them two at a time. Well, we're going uh, a little cheaper, but still delicious. Good. This will tie right into something we're doing here on the other side. This is one, we're not going to lie, Reb and I both tried. I've never scored it or anything, but this is a bottle of Ancient Age. It is Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. I believe it's made at the the Buffalo Trace Distillery. Is that correct? I believe so. Yep. It's uh, just basically they're lower end, but they they refuse to make a bad product, so they put out Ancient Age. I think it was their attempt just to put out swill so people will get off their backs and prop them on these pedestals of Buffalo Trace being so good. Because it does get annoying that they're on that huge pedestal, you know. Well, it is that good. I think so, but some people, it draws up genuine discontent for them. Yeah, you can tell they were trying to make like their own style of uh, like Jim Beam or Jack Daniels, something to just have on the shelf all the time that, you know, people can. This is an 80 proofer. Yeah, and what is it? Uh, like fourteen bucks or something? Eleven ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine for a fifth. But let me tell you, it's, and I have been through a couple of it them. It doesn't have a cork. It is a twist top. This is a twelve dollar bottle of eighty proof bourbon. Oh yeah, light in color. Oh yeah, <laughs> it looks like Malort. <laughs> Thank God it's not. Okay. I'll take that. Here you go. All right. Enjoy. So I will. Ancient age. Have a, have a little cheers. Let's get a nose. Put your nose in it. Chloroform. Mm, antiseptic. Batteries. Mm-hmm. A little anhydrous. Troll's blood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we'll- a black cat bone. Yeah, so I picked that. I didn't know if you'd get that one. That's in there. That one is tricky. It's real it? deep. 
Uh, no, it just got some muted sweetness. Um, Everything's muted on it. It's hard to. Yep, it's not I mean it's an eighty proof. It's pretty watered down, and she been cut. Oh yeah, is it flat eighty proof? Yep, it is eighty proof. I'll be damn. I'm just gonna go ahead and try it. A little fermented corn scent in there. A little bit of your butterscotch that you always get, or some sort of sweetness. Yeah, not exciting on the nose. We'll say not exciting on the nose. I'm, I'm getting no cinnamon, no floral, just not really exciting. Nope. But that's exciting. That's exciting when you drink it because it's, as I told someone the other day, you could almost use this just to replace your water for your hydration needs. I don't your know. Your throat's going to do that all day, isn't it? Again, Again, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't either. I mean, they just come out, but it's just, it's always when it's dead. It, it sounded like Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, let me, let me get another sip real quick. Yeah. It's just sweet across the tongue. I mean, it's so smooth. There is no burn or spice in this thing anywhere. No, it coats the tongue so well. You just get, uh, I'd say, a light. A little vanilla. A little bit of vanilla, a skosh of butterscotch, and a, a dash of cinnamon. And Maybe that's, a dash. That's about it. It is so light and thin. Whenever I exhale, I get just the tiniest amount of wood. But not even that much of that. No, that's what I heard. <laughs> tiniest amount of wood. <laughs> it's the tiniest amount. <laughs> Small but mighty. It's weird it moves when you exhale, though. Yours doesn't? No. Well, mine's apparently close enough to my stomach that they're just working in tandem at this point. Yeah, it's the old lever and pulley system. <laughs> sucked up inside you. Yes. What? What? That reminds me. I got a story. I can't tell it here, but I'll tell it over there. Well, we can wrap this up. There isn't about a lot to pick out it's of about, it. It's about a tiny whiner. Gotcha. Oh, it'd be riveting. Uh, it's pretty light, pretty thin, light colored, very smooth, uh, a little watery. I know this all sounds terrible, but if you're looking for an 80 proof bourbon that is $12 price point that is just delicious and you can drink it like water, I'm telling you, check out Ancient Age. There's not a whole lot offensive in it. I mean, it's just a... You could get in real trouble with this stuff. It doesn't require any ice. It's a good one for a a younger person to take to a party because the label on it's ugly. Yeah. I mean, it's it doesn't. Uh, it's a decent looking bottle, I suppose, sort of. Probably but it's your just standard bourbon. Just bottle. a generic ass Everything's sticker generic, yeah. they put on there. It's one of those you you take somewhere and it's so unappealing that people are like, oh, "I'm not drinking that trash." They'd rather drink Jack Daniels, which I would not. I would pick Ancient Age over. A large amount of bourbons we've done on this show. Yeah, no, this is, it's good. Like I said, it's just an 80 proofer, so it's real light. I mean, it's just, can't say enough, it's clean. So clean. Not a lot of character to it at all. Nope. But it could get you in trouble. You could drink this with a straw. I feel like we're describing, like, <laughs> some trailer girl. What? <laughs> what, the is word you, clean? No, well, it's just like... It's generic. Light. It's just generic. It's not that appealing at all, but it sh she'll get you in trouble if you're not careful. I literally said light and clean. Not usually on a trailer girl. Oh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> big and dirty. <laughs> Imagine describing a bourbon nasty like that. Girls. This bourbon is big. It's dirty. It's, it's so nasty. It's stanky. It will swallow on the first date. Oh, Reb. What? 
No, the bourbon. Oh, the bourbon. Swallow the bourbon. You swallow it on oh the first day. Gosh, get out of the gutter, son. You know what you're going to score this thing? I think so. I do too. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to go in at. Hmm, I'm going to. I have to dock it for the proof and stuff. Uh, probably two, two, five. Two and a half. Two and a half. I'm going to go two and a half. Really? You're going that low on it? Two and a half? Yeah. Average bourbon. I mean, it's an 80 proof, so it's thin, light-legged, not a lot going on, uh, but it's so smooth and sweet and good, and you can get in a lot of trouble with it. So. See, I, I figured- I'm going to go right in the middle. I, I'm scoring this bourbon on uh, smoothness and drinkability, Okay, and it's one that I could just sit down and probably kill a bottle of it yeah. and feel like total dog, the next day. Dog of a dog. I'm going three and a half. Mother biscuits. We are apart on this. That's good. That is good. But no, I. Any you didn't t- do the deductions part that I did. That's no. That's probably where we differed. I'm not knocking it because I, uh, I think that they hit the mark on what they were trying to do with it. So. Well, this is the first time I've ever seen you not take a bourbon down because of its price point. That's, I don't you do almost, that. You, you, every time. I wish we had clips of it that we have a cheap bourbon. You're like, hey, I'm going to have to take it down a little bit because of it's because of how cheap it is. This is eleven ninety nine. I'm not sure I've ever said that. You have. This is eleven ninety nine. No, man. I guess I, I think they hit the mark exactly with what they were trying to do. So I have to respect them for that. And I've got to give a fair and honest score, just like I do with all the bourbons. And to me, if, three and a half, you're getting it up there with like, isn't that where we did like a Woodford Reserve? I think it's as easy to drink as a Woodford Reserve. Okay, I went a little too high. All right. I'll, but Woodford Reserve is a lot better bourbon than this. That's why I don't want to get it out of its cabinet. Honestly, I was going to do 3.25, but I figured that's where you were going to be. So I, I went with three and a half. Maybe I missed the mark. Maybe not. I guarantee you, if I see it on a shelf seven days a week, I'm going to walk up and buy a bottle of it. I've bought a couple just within the last week. It's not that easy to find for the most part. Uh, Tony keeps it by the case, my back door liquor. Really? Yeah. I, don't know, I haven't been down there for a while. Eleven ninety nine. Maybe I need to get down there. That's where I bought my last two bottles. Are you going to buy that $4,000 bottle he's got down there? Or whatever the hell no, it's going for? No. I was told. He says people have really been working on you to buy it. Yeah, I'm not. No, absolutely not. It's a blended whiskey. It's not even a bourbon. I know. But I was told that somebody offered him $2,500 and he told him to kick rocks. He told me a story. I think, I think it was eighteen hundred. He was offered, but anyway, that's so much money for a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, that's not like your. I'm trying to remember what the hell it even is, Uncle Sam or something like that. Isn't it Sam something Sam? Uh, son of Sam. Son of Sam. Yeah. The Zodiac Killer. I do want to follow this up with saying I don't think there's a bourbon out there that's probably worth eighteen hundred dollars a bottle. No, not flavor wise. Now if. If you're a collector or whatever, or want a showpiece, then if you're using as crypt or as crypto, is your if you're using as currency, then yes, absolutely. If you're treating it like a bar of gold and hoping that the value is just going to go up, sure, whatever. But as far as drinkability and taste, no. Nah. It's all relative, though. You know, we'll go out. Excuse me, we'll go out and spend. A guy will go out and drop fifteen hundred or two thousand dollars on a shotgun, and just know that that's a normal price. For a higher end, say auto loader, right? Mm-hmm. Not the highest end, but upper. You know, your Brownings are up in that 
$1,700 range. For Beretta, Benelli. Exactly. I'd say that's the big three, wouldn't you? Yeah. As I far mean, as around here. Probably. Uh, Fabe Arm. Don't think they're quite as big yet. Mm, they will be. Um. Anyway, so you'll go dr- drop that amount of money on a firearm and think that's a good deal because it's, you know, it's a working machine. It's got metal in it, man hours. But if there's a aged 18 year bottle of booze for the same price, most all those same people would say, well, hell no, that ain't worth it. No, it's weird to think about though. And I'm with you saying, I don't think there's any worth that much money, but you got to think not only all the craftsmanship that went on, but the babysitting it for 18 years. That's a long chunk of time to get the same amount out of say a gun that, they kicked out in a day. But it's not like you really have to babysit it. I mean, they kind of set it and forget it, right? They, they put it in the barrel. They put it in a warehouse. They slap, you know, a sticker on it or brand it, whatever it is. And well, they, I believe barrels have to be moved quite a bit and rotated. And, and they test them every once in a while to make sure they're coming, you know, make sure they're. Imagine if you and I had that job. Yeah, they'd all be empty. <laughs> be we'd, we'd forget to put the corks back in. Just a little nip. What do you think, Reb? You're like, all right, just a little yeah, nip. nip for us. We, we should get a nip. Yeah, just just you know, knock the edge off they a little bit. They expect us not to get nips here. Reb, did you get drunk last night? Oh, I had a buzz. You yeah. want to go get a nip? Yes. Yes, we should get another nip. <laughs> anyway, so it's all relative, but I understand why some of those bourbons that are sitting and taking up space for 20 years require... A higher price tag. Understandable. I did get to talk a little bit of bourbon this uh, at the wedding here. The Rosiers were down there. Ah, they are building the bourbon. With our farm distillery. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Oof. Oof. Is that three? Yeah. Got to shoot in the with Dylan. Of course, Dylan and I have been friends for a long time. Same age and everything. Best friends. Not, certainly not. He was your second, first best friend. Mm, nope. Nope. But uh, I do like him. Oh, that's good. Don't really... Talk to him that often, but if anytime I see him, I will, uh, I'll you talk to him. You have fallen out. So, anywho, we got to shooting the shit about the distillery, about the podcast, and I drunkenly came up with an idea that you probably won't go for, but no, of course I won't. Something to talk about, but, uh, whenever they have, he said, whenever they have something ready to drink for us, he would like us to come down and sample it. And I said, maybe I could even take the equipment down there if it was just us in the oh, distillery. Wow. And we could, do a pod- wow. we could do a podcast there inside the distillery. You don't think that'd be, no! you don't think that'd be cool? To do this show inside of a distillery where people are trying to work and get about their day. No, it's if nobody else is in there. Oh, we're just going to use our place as a studio. Just be you, me, and Dylan. He'd, maybe, get he'd, a little, maybe get a little nip. Yeah, we'll get a nip. <laughs> just a little just, nip. He's going to let us sample all their products, and he'll be our guest for the show because he's really smart, really cool guy. And I figured we could just do an episode down there. And maybe when he drops the curtain after we've been there, the big gun, are you guys ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Like, everyone's like, yeah. And we're like, <laughs> and then he drops the curtain, and it's all been drank and gone. And we're like, just a little nip. It's a little nip. Logan and Rebel. You know, those barrels don't hold, hold as much as you think they would. I think I spelt some. <laughs> I think tanks. I spelt some down the front of my pants. <laughs> this is not piss. <laughs> i tell you right now, this is not pissed. So anyway, it was just We'll an talk idea. about it. What do you say for how far are they out from doing anything? Still quite a ways, um, you know, for their bourbon. Uh, sounds like they can make, you know, vodka and gin and, and whatever right now. I think they might even be making some seltzers in there. But uh, 
but the you know obviously the bourbon's going to take a while because mm-hmm. they just got some stuff barreled but uh he made it sound like we're you know more than willing or if, if we're willing we can go and try the white dog and and the stuff that they actually have barreled see gotcha. how far along it is so i thought that'd be cool that might be the one i have on the instagram maybe probably i mean i have their business but i did tell him i was like would love to do that here's the deal reb and i run a fair and honest review and i'm gonna be nervous if we're in your house you serve a skunk water like okay try this one this one uh it's not quite ready but it's pretty close to what you think with a little cloud about (laughs) (laughs) pirate so but no it was a very nice gesture and i figured we'd probably take him up on it one of these days what we should do is get off the free side okay uh if you guys haven't you want to do it this time or me i don't care you're drinking or you want to do it if you guys haven't you should because we also uh run this show on what's called patreon the patreon app i actually thought you'd do better than this it's very easy to get to all you have to do is download the patreon app hit the little magnifying glass search licking glass duck club not licking Duck Club, Looking Glass Duck Club. You don't want that one. No, not that one. Those guys are freaks. Those guys are there. Mm. Uh, So click on us. You guys can subscribe. There's different different paywalls you can get behind. If you want to get the bonus episodes and some more of the content, go with the, I believe, Platinum for $9.99 a month, $9.95 a month, whatever the hell it is. All the bonus. Yes. So things get a little bit more raunchy over there. Reb, Reb tells some jokes. We tell some stories. You're not going to want to miss out on it. We do cuss, so beware. We do cuss. Cuss too much on this side. Ah, you did today. Today it was you. You just said effing pirate piss. We should get to the other side because we got... I got a cold beer waiting on me. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Western Bay and it serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. And there's a girl in this harbor town and she works laying whiskey down. They say brandy, fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. The sailors say brandy. You're a fine girl What a good wife you would be Yeah, your eyes could steal a sailor from the sea Brandy wears a braided chain Made of finest silver from the north of Spain A locket that bears the name of a man Summer's day bringing gifts from far away, but it made it clear it couldn't stay. No horror was his home. The sailor said, Brandy, you're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. But my life, my love, and my lady is the same. Story. She could feel 
Brandy walks through a silent town And loves a man who's not around She still can hear him say She hears him say, Brandy, you're a fine girl, fine 